Welcome back to the Sporting Max Podcast. This episode is brought to you by The Missing Link. The Missing Link will help you or your business connect with the biggest stars in the world through events and experiences. Find them at tmlthemissinglink.com.au. Here is your host, Max Becker. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sporting Max, where today this is a special edition episode uh, with Colin with Vice Captain Steel Sidebottom. Welcome to the podcast, Steel. How are you doing? Good, Max. Thanks for having me, mate. Um, been lucky enough to be on once before, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to a, another exciting episode. Um, so can you tell me about, a bit about sort of what's been going on for you over the off-season? Yeah, um, a little bit's going on for me. Um, I think it was pretty well documented. I left the uh, left the hub over in Queensland early. Um, obviously, Alicia was pregnant and we were about to have our first kid. Um, yeah, didn't know the sex of the child at that, at that stage, so it was all pretty exciting. And um, we, yeah, we're lucky enough we've had a little baby girl. Um, she was born September 12. Um, she's just gone six six months last week. So yep. um, obviously of COVID and things like that, there wasn't too much traveling going on, but um, plenty of dad duties and just enjoying being a father for the first time. Um, now, obviously um, a lot's happened since you last came on the podcast, like you mentioned before, um, becoming a dad. What's that like to, uh, to sort of transition um, into fatherhood? Yeah, um, it's been something that I... Um, thought I was ready for and I think until you actually have a kid you don't really know so um, you know I'd, I'd always wanted to have a kid and um, always look forward to it and I think um, it's been everything I expected and more um, mm -hmm. yeah we've been very lucky Matilda's very good baby at the moment she um, she's done all the right things for us um, she sleeps well um, yeah, she does everything. So we've been pretty lucky on, on that front. Um, haven't had too many hiccups to date and, um, touch wood, it doesn't happen, but, um, I'm loving it. Um, you know, I can't wait to come home from training every day and see her. Um, she's starting to get a little bit of a personality now as well, which is great. Um, and, uh, yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot and, um, you know, can't wait for, years to roll on i don't want her to grow up too quick but i can't wait till she can walk around and go to the park with us all and um yep. yeah i'm really loving it how have you felt managing um dad life and footy um it's been well i suppose now um alicia's obviously on maternity leave so um she's doing a lot of the parenting during the week at the moment um but i mean there's probably less yeah less time lingering around at the footy club and, um, you know, more time probably, yeah, coming home and trying to give Leisha a chop out. Um, Leisha's been awesome and Matilda's um, <laughs> at that age now where she's a little bit clingy to her mum and always <laughs> wants to be with her mum. She spends all the time with her mum and, um, you know, when I can get the chance to go home with, with Matilda and give Leisha a bit of a chop out, I try to, but... Um, yeah, I think I'm coping at the moment pretty well with with footy and being able to yeah give Alicia a bit of a chop out. But she's been a trooper and has taken being a mum all in her stride. And um, I guess not only am I lucky enough to have Alicia, <laughs> Matilda's lucky enough to have her as a mum. So when did you go back to training and uh, to start the preseason? 
Yeah, so um, the first of four year boys were required back on December 18, I think it was. So mm-hmm. um, the older guys weren't due back until after Christmas. But um, for me, obviously, I'd missed the um, you know fair chunk of the season, and yeah, you know, I was in Melbourne at the time, so I think it was only um, you know it, it was fair and you know whatever that I'd go in and. Mm-hmm. Get, get training early with the young boys. Um, I still managed to, you know, keep doing a bit while I was back here in Melbourne. There was a small little, um, uh, small little bit of light that maybe I was going to go back and play finals at one stage, but it didn't yeah. end up to be. So I just sort of, um, you know, kept doing a bit and didn't lose too much fitness, I don't think, and was a bit, you know, be able, I was able to go back in and uh, be, be prepared for another footy season. So, um yeah, I went back on December the 18th with the young boys and then, um, yeah, joined the rest of the group after Christmas. So what kind of, like, drills and things like that and exercises um, have you been doing at the club this preseason? Yeah, so we've been um, – we've done match practice, um, a fair chunk of our training sessions, which is good. Um, mm. You know, I'll, not everyone enjoys running from cone to cone with mm. – no footy everyone loves getting the footies out and you know we've had them out since day one so um a lot of you know a lot of our training's been around you know playing games and obviously have your meetings and stuff about you know how we want to play but in terms of training it's been a lot of full ground stuff um and I think that's sort of what we've done the last few years and it's held us held us in pretty good stead so um you know a lot of full ground match practice is what we've done and um, all the boys seem to enjoy that. Adam Trelaw and Jaden Stevenson are leaving the club this year, plus the retirements of our great club, clubmen like Ben Reed and Lyndon Dunn. Does it feel a bit different around the club without those kinds of guys there now? Yeah, it's all, it always. Um, I think every after every season, there's guys that you know leave the footy club, and there's new guys in and. Um, you know, for Reedy and, and to Dunny to obviously they've both had pretty pretty good careers. Dunny starting at Melbourne and then finishing off at the Pies was, you know, huge for our footy club, not only on the field but off the field. And, you know, I think for Reedy, um, obviously had a pretty interrupted career with injury, but um, yeah. his resilience to push through and, um, you know, fight it out to the end was, um, you know, a credit to him. And then obviously with Adzi and, and Steve-O, um, yeah, you know, they got traded out and um, probably the club sort of felt they needed to go a different direction. And, um, you know, I think it was it was, it was was played out a lot in the media of, mm-hmm. you know, what sort of happened. But, um, you know, I was close to both of those guys and, um, you know, there was no ill feelings from me and, you know, still speak to them guys. And, I, you know, I wish them both all the best. But um, on the other hand, we've brought in some, you know, really exciting talent through the draft and um i think it's been uh put out in the media now that you know one of those guys in ollie henry is going to debut this week so um it'll be great to see him go out there and, and strut him stuff on friday strut his stuff on friday night now you're in the leadership group uh, as vice captain once again for this season alongside uh howie stephen adams and then pendles as skipper what does this role mean to you um i guess it you know, it's a bit of a title, to, you know, as, as VC sits beside my name. But, 
I don't, I don't try and do anything different. And I think mm-hmm. our whole leadership groups in that boat, um, I guess for us, it's like a, we're a little bit of a, um, in between where, you know, players can come to us and then we can go to, you know, go to the coaches. So, um, Although I've got, you know, as I said, like the title of VC beside my name, you know, we've got a lot of good leaders at the footy club. And, um, you know, I think that's a real strength of our team that we've got, you know, good leadership all over the ground. So, um, yeah, in terms of, you know, what I do and my role, um, I'm just sort of, you know, that link between players and coaches. And, um, yeah, we've obviously added Darcy to the leadership group this year. And, uh, you know, I think Darcy will add a lot. Um, not only last year did he probably had his best season and was um, awarded with All Australian, which was well deserved. I think he offers a lot, you know, off the field and can help a lot of young guys, you know, grow as footballers and as people. Now, obviously, we spoke uh, about in the last podcast about how great of a president um, at the club Eddie Maguire was. Obviously, he'll probably be, um, I guess, a bigger absence than some of the players we just mentioned. Can you tell me about how difficult it was for yourself and the club at the time to have such a great president stand down and what are some of your great memories with Eddie? Yeah, it was, um, it was well, for, for me, I think ever since I've got to the footy club um, and I think every, well, not every after, but most, <laughs> most, play, most players um, will say that, you know, Eddie's um, done the exact same thing, but he he's, supported me with you know what whatever I've um whatever I've needed um you know whether I've had a slip up um or whatever it is Eddie's always got your back and support and I think at times it can get um him in a little bit more (laughs) trouble because he does support his um players so much but um you know I think for me seeing how it all sort of panned out was was sad a little bit um a bloke who's you know given so much to the footy club and as I said so much to the players to be sort of pushed out a little bit um you know it was sad but you know he's done so much good for not only the Collingwood footy club but I think AFL in general and um you know I think in due course he'll be celebrated for you know the things that he's done um as I said not only at the pies and at at the AFL he's Mm -hmm. he'll be you know I'm sure he'll, he'll be missed at our footy club but um you know, let's hope we can still see him around the traps at stages. Now, I see you modelled the new uh, 2021 Collingwood home jersey. I've actually got the photo right here. There's you <laughs> sitting on uh, on the steps with the jersey on. Can you take me through the shots? Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was the release of the new Nike stuff. Um, yeah. So I think it was me, Tay, Broads, um, Brianna Davey from the women's team. Mm-hmm. And then I think there might have been a few other younger people, uh, maybe uh, supporters or members of the footy club. We just went down to Vic Park and took a few photos and um, were lucky enough to uh, get first look at the new Collingwood gear. And I think, as you'd agree, mate, I've scrubbed up all right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make, make it look pretty good. Not looking too bad, eh? <laughs> exactly right, mate. Now, I see you're set to miss uh, round one on Friday night uh, with a calf strain. Can you tell me about how or when you sort of felt that um, sort of appear? Yeah, so um, obviously disappointing not to be playing round one this this week, but um, after round one comes round two, so hopefully I don't miss too many. But, yeah, it was just against the Tigers last week. Um, 
just started to get a bit of a tight calf and uh, you know previous mm-hmm. times have been sort of able just to run through them and it sort of frees up a little bit but um, this occasion it didn't sort of go away so I thought um, only being a practice match and you know bigger things to come in the next few weeks I thought it was probably smart just to go off and um, as I said I've sort of had these issues before but yeah uh, yeah sort of been able to push them a bit but um wasn't the case this time um yeah and got a scan and there's a little strain there so um you know if it was up to me I'll be playing Friday night but um you know I'll have have a week off and hopefully I'll be good to go against Carlton in round two what do you think about returning uh, to the day grand final are you happy that sort of the and are you happy that the quarters are back uh, to normal length yeah, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, I think. Um, I know the AFL love changing rules and times and all that kind of thing, but, um, you know, I love the day games. Day games are my favourite. Um, yeah. And I hope that um, the Pies and myself can be playing in that day grand final when it arrives. <laughs> in terms of, yeah, the quarter length, I think the longer we can out, be out there playing footy, the better. Um I love being out there playing footy and the more time we can, you know, be out there and performing in front of our, in front of our fans, fans, sorry, is, um, you know, is, is better. What does it mean to have um, your fans and the Collingwood army back there sort of at 50% for those uh, home games at the G? Yeah, it's, I guess it's one of those things you don't know how good they are and sort of until, until they're gone. Um, last year is obviously strange and, the times where we did get um, crowds last year, there clearly wasn't the number that, you know, would have in Melbourne. So um, I'm sure they're excited. We're excited to have them back. And, um, you know, hopefully we can um, repay them with a little bit of good footy and, <laughs> um, you know, they can get to the games and cheer hard and celebrate plenty of goals, hopefully. Now, you've got a couple of years uh, left on the contract. You've been pretty injury-free over your career, so your body must be in reasonably good, Nick. How long do you think um, you want to play for with a young family now? Or, and do you want to sort of stay involved in the game or post-footy post or try something new? Um, yeah, so I think I've just turned 30. Um, feel like I'm 25 still. Probably like <laughs> it too. But no, I'll keep playing as long as the footy club will have me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, as a young guy, like most, I think guys that grow up playing footy, dreamt to be able to play AFL, and um, I'm lucky enough to be doing it. So I'll keep playing until the footy club tell me otherwise. And um, you know, I think in terms of having a young young family and things like that, I think um, yeah, even just being able to um, have them watch their you know, dad playing footy. Yeah. Um, Leash loves coming along to the footy as well. So, you know, I'd love nothing more than to have a few family outings at the footy. Dad just nips off and plays for a few hours while they can <laughs> watch. Um, yeah, it would be pretty special. So I'll keep doing it for as long as they want me and hopefully that um, can be a few more years yet. I heard you're pretty handy and pretty good on the old Milwaukee tools. So could a job in construction possibly also be on the cards? Yeah, so there's a few of us um, <laughs> down at the footy club now um, doing a cert three in carpentry. Um, I was lucky enough actually to um, get a new tool set actually off Milwaukee, so you'll have to give them a plug on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
all the boys at the footy club will now be using brand new Milwaukee tools and, um, you know, we'll be the best looking blokes out on site. Probably don't know how to use them as good as some, but um, they'll be get, <laughs> getting put to good use. But, um, yeah, maybe that could be something that I do post footy. But, um, yeah, I want to enjoy playing footy while I can and I'll cross that bridge when it, when it comes. Can you tell us about a few of the boys who are doing the carpentry course? Yeah, so there's uh, myself, um, Tay Adams was doing it. He's um, pulled the pin now. He's, <laughs> up, he's he's opened up a few gyms, um, yeah. 12, I think 12 round boxing it's called. So another plug there for Tay. Um, him and Levi Green would have opened them up, but Levi's stuck fat on the carpentry. He's doing it. Uh, Will Hoskin Elliott, um, Brody Mychek, Tyler Brown and Geordie Degoe. So haven't done it for a little bit now, obviously with COVID, but um, we're looking to get back into it next Tuesday, I think. So boys are excited and ready to put these new Milwaukee tools to uh, to work. <laughs> what do you think about uh, COVID and the impact um, of the crowd back at games this season? Um, I don't think there'll be too many people out there that'll be um, speaking too highly of COVID. Um, <laughs> I think it's given everyone a headache and it's, it's obviously, um, yeah, something that we, that we don't want to have to go through again. But um, mm -hmm. I guess, like I was saying about the crowd and things like that, you don't know how good you've sort of got it until things are taken away from you. So um, I think a lot of people would have learnt some very valuable lessons during COVID time and, um, you know, hopefully everyone can put them to good use going forward and, live happier, better lives. What do you think of the new man on the mark um, rule and how teams will change their defence and structure in games? Um, well, I'm probably like most players at the moment. I think it's um, it's probably not my favourite rule that's come in this um, this far. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's going to challenge teams. Um, it's definitely going to quicken the game up, which I think that's what in, it's intended to do. Um, but yeah, I think like any rule change that comes in, coaches are, um, very good at, um, coming up with ways and solutions around sort of, um, I don't know, being the best, um, to, um, adapt to the new rules. And if, if there's little kinks in there that they can find that, you know, they'll do it. So, um, it's going to be tough for the umpires. I think they're the ones that will um, probably cop it the most, I think, because <laughs> there'll, be there'll be more 50s um, getting paid and we all know that uh, the supporters don't like when their when teams give away 50. Yeah. So um, it's just another thing that they're going to have to worry about and, um, yeah, they're the ones that I feel for the moment. <laughs> so you won't be copping any dirt? Well, I think when I'm out there, I tend to get frustrated at times, but... <laughs> um, in the heat of the moment, I might, but when I've stopped and sort of cooled down, I, yeah, they're the ones that I think are, uh, will get the hard time. I understand you're getting uh, married in October. What do you think will be more nerve wracking, playing in the grand final and all walking down the aisle and realizing it's all over? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but Dick has been teeing you up yeah, to this. Yeah. Um, probably walking down the aisle, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've played footy for a while now and that's, tend not to get too nervous and I haven't been married before, so I don't know what to expect. So I'll say 
walking down the aisle and at the end of the year will be pretty nerve-wracking. How's Bucks going with the reduction in the soft cap? Do you think it'll be much harder for coaches um, to know that football departments um, are now more than cut in half? Yeah, um, Bucks is, I think Bucks is adapted well to it and so is the whole footy club. Um, we've, as you said, there's been huge cuts at the footy club, not only, I think, with... Um, you know, money and things like that, but the actual people that work at the club. So, um, you know, a lot of our staff have had to sort of pick up different roles where they, you know, haven't had to before. So everyone's picking up the slack and um, and just, yeah, as I said, sort of helping everyone out. If there's a job there that needs to be done, mightn't be sort of under your title, but, um, with, you know, with the less people around, there's, there's um, more things to do for less people. So... Um, yeah, I think at one stage, probably in years past, there's been more coaches and players and it's definitely not like that now. So it probably makes the players do a little bit more themselves, which is good because I think we can come relying on yeah. a few people at times as well. So it's good for us to get our hands dirty when we need to. What are your goals for this year, obviously, besides uh, winning a flag? Um, yeah, well, that's clearly everyone's goal at the footy club, but I guess um, just to keep um, getting better, I think. Um, I think, I've, as I said, I've still got a few more years to go on my contract yet. Um, hopefully, I haven't hit my peak and I can just keep um, developing and getting better. Um, as I mentioned, sort of as well, we've got a lot of young guys at the footy club and they'll keep pushing me to be better and hopefully I can drag them along um, so they can be better as well. So... Um, I guess, yeah, goal is for me to keep getting better and um, play consistent footy. With the shortened season last year, um, obviously because of COVID and being, not being in hub for part of that um, sort of hub period um, when you had Matilda, so you, then you're playing less games. Um, being 30 years old, does your body feel fresher as you didn't have um, as the like sort of the regular season, the usual 20-plus games? Yeah, and I think, not only that, it like pre-season this season was, mm -hmm. you know, a lot shorter. Um, and I think probably being in the hub last year took it out of a lot of guys, not only physically but mentally being away from mm -hmm. home. Um, so this, you know, this pre-season's come around. It obviously yeah, come around quick, but it's gone past pretty quick as well. So I think guys have um, really tipped in for the, you know, the time that we've had um, for mm -hmm. pre-season, but with games coming around pretty quick, um, everyone's excited and um, ready to go and can't wait for round one on Friday night. So what's the sort of side looking like uh, for Friday night? Um, the side's looking great, Maxie. We've had, um, we've, as I said, we've had plenty of time to, um, I guess, put our um, best foot forward and training and get ourselves prepared for Friday night and, um, yeah, I guess you can do all the training and stuff you want, but at the end of the day, we want to get the results out on the field. So it'll be good to see what what our work's, um, you know, I suppose done for us and we can go out there on Friday and get to put on a show for the fans and hopefully that means, um, you know, beating the doggies on Friday night. What do you feel has changed from this time last year um, then to now? Um, well, I won't be playing this, this year. That's one <laughs> thing that's changed. 
crowds is another thing. I think we played our first game against the doggies with no crowds. Um, well, I've, I don't know, there's probably yeah, probably been a lot changed, but um, <laughs> it'll be good to play in front of um, you know our black and white army on Friday night. Um, round one last year, we played some of our you know best footy for the year. If, if, um, from being honest, early on, and really sort of um, I don't know, it was di- it was different because there was no crowd, but we really um, I don't know gelled together. You didn't have too much distractions outside the footy field, so drew on each other and uh, yeah, really performed well. So let's hope with the crowd this year that we can do the same thing and put on a good performance. Now I know how much you are love your fishing. When are you coming down my way to have a fish? Well, as you know, Maxi, I was down there um, not that yep. long ago, and yep. the old man reckons his boat was playing up, so <laughs> wasn't able to take me out there. But um, yep. hopefully. I think, is he getting a new boat done up, was he? Or Yeah, hopefully we're getting a new boat soon, so we'll take you out for a fish. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll um come down to Dicker, Amy yeah. and Dickers and stay down there and look forward to going out for a fish. Should be good. Now, what do you sort of watch um if you're not, when you're not sort of playing footy or watching footy or things like that? Um, I watch sport flat out, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, any If there's any live sport, um i'll just watch that whether cricket tennis golf mm-hmm. basketball whatever it is it's on soccer um i'll watch it i've been watching a bit of maths of late actually yeah like like the carnage that happens on that but um probably less tv uh, for me now since matilda's arrived which is a good mm-hmm. thing and more time um just playing around with her um have you got anything um to say to the collingwood army um, what have I got to say? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I, I just look forward to seeing them all at, at the game on Friday night, although I won't be playing. I'll be there to support just like they are. Um, I'm sure they're all eager and pumped to, to get out there. And as I said, I just hope that we can um, put on a good performance for them because it's been a long time between drinks since the last game they've been able to come and watch. Um, here in Melbourne, it was, the last, I think, the last game they would have seen was when we lost the the Giants in 19. So mm-hmm. left a pretty sour taste in the mouth. So let's hope we can um, put on a great performance for them and um, sing the theme song again. What was like sort of your scouting and um, analysing report like heading into the game against the Dogs? Yeah, well, we know their midfield's um, one of, if, if not the best in the comp. So... Mm-hmm. A lot of work's gone into that, but then clearly we don't underestimate um, their forwards and backs as well. But I guess we like to sort of concentrate on, you know, what we can control. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think if we're playing our best footy and no matter if it's the Bulldogs or anyone, I believe, yeah, if our footy's good enough to, to beat anyone and hopefully we can um, you know, go out there and if not play to our best, close to it and, and come away with a win. How do you feel about the fixture you guys have been drawn for this season? Um, I could probably tell you the first three games and then that. <laughs> uh, don't know too many after that, but I guess everyone's got to play the same amount of games. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, we just hope we can win more than the rest of the clubs in the AFL. But, um, yeah, there's not much we can do about the, the draw we've got. Um, all we mm-hmm. can do is just prepare well and, 
hope to be able to perform when it matters. So what positions um, are you going to play this season or do you want to play this season? Yeah, it'll probably be a similar role to last year, I think. Um, you know, playing midfield time and then having having some stints down forward as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully I can spend a bit of time around the footy and then sneak forward and kick a few majors. Thanks, Steel, for uh, coming on the podcast for this special edition episode um, for a season preview. It's been awesome for you to put aside your time and come on and have a chat. No worries, mate. I appreciate being on and hopefully we can have another chat at the end of the year and talk about a bit of success from this year. Yeah. Thanks, Steel. Um, shout out to Milwaukee Tools, um, <laughs> Steel sponsor, <laughs> and a few other guys at the club. Stay tuned, everyone, for some more Sporting Max. Thanks for listening to Sporting Max. If you like this episode, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes and follow and subscribe to our channel on Instagram and YouTube. This episode was brought to you by The Missing Link.